Many are getting weak. Many are failing. And many have fallen in their faith. Learn how to become an overcomer in this end time through the anointed teachings of Pastor Ebenezer Okonifa. Pastor Ebenezer Okonifa is an emerging voice and a leader in this end time movement of faith. His message centers on faith, the Holy Spirit, and the realities of the new creation in Christ. He is the senior pastor of Overcomers Nation Church and president of Ebenezer Okonifa Ministries in Accra, Ghana. Become inspired, empowered, and enlightened as you listen to the life-transforming message of God's Word through His special servant. And now, today's message <laughs> We give a praise. Oh, and I ask the Lord, what makes And He said, Yeah. And I ask the Lord.
I'll be healed. I'll be empowered in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the Living God. Somebody shout a big amen. Give a clap of praise to the Lord. Kindly take your seat in the presence of the Lord. Glory to Jesus. In the name of Jesus Christ. If you are at the media bench and you have anything specifically you are doing, I won't just come forward. Come forward. Glory to Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Oh, I said hallelujah. Precious Holy Spirit. Anoint these lips of clay. Let them minister oracles to your children. Let your words come forth in clarity. Let your word come forth in power. Let your word minister to the very needs of your children. And may our lives never be the same again. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. Somebody declare a big amen. amen. Hallelujah. We give God all the praise. Uh, this month of our March, we have been considering the subject of faith. The subject of faith. The subject of faith. And we have been looking at the wonders of faith. Glory to Jesus Christ. So we have been looking at various dimensions on the topic uh, faith. Last week, by the grace of God, we were looking at how we can develop strong faith, how we can build our faith to produce results. And God took us through certain fundamentals, certain things that have to do with every Christian, what Christians are supposed to do if you are going to be people of faith. We are going to manifest Abrahamic faith to achieve Abrahamic testimonies. Hallelujah. And so we looked at some very, very basic things. Very, very basic things. And indeed, I shared with you that the Lord told me something some years back, uh, that the deepest part of a house is the foundation. So if the foundation be destroyed, what shall the righteous do? The foundations of our faith are what we should consider the most important. Every now and then the Bible tells us to examine ourselves to see whether we are still in the faith. Meaning if you are not careful, sometimes following about after strange revelations, following after strange doctrines, strange things, we may end up losing the faith. So he says that we should examine ourselves. We should take a careful look at ourselves whether we are walking in the direction of faith. And it is of vital importance that we do that as often as possible. Listen, you need to learn a, a, a habit of self-assessment so that you know your spiritual temperature at every point in time. How are you? When I, you ask that question, how are you? I, 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 you don't just be quick to respond, I'm fine. Because you may look fine, but you may not be fine. Amen and amen. So the Bible tells us we should examine ourselves. We should consider ourselves. And the subject of faith is so important. Hebrews 11 verse 6 makes this very clear. The Bible tells us that without what faith, it is not possible to please God. It is not possible to please God. He said, they that come to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So without faith, you cannot even begin the journey of a pleasing God. So we need faith so much. Habakkuk chapter number 2, the verse number 4. The Bible says, the just shall live by his faith. The just shall live by his faith. Hebrews chapter number 10, 38 to 39, we see that anybody who draws back from faith, God says that he will not be pleased with such a person. Why? Because the just shall live by faith. So our life is supposed to be by faith. Faith is the life of the Christian. If you are not living by faith, you are not living the way God wants you to live. You are more functioning. You are more functioning. You are not functioning as you are expected to. 
uh, just like a television, you put it on a particular uh, TV station, and then all of a sudden there's a thunderstorm, and then all, the, the station changes by itself. That is not how it's supposed to be. That's not how it's supposed to be. And the Christian life, there's a frequency that we are supposed to function from. If we begin to function any other way, we are more functioning. And so a Christian is supposed to be functioning by faith. Second Corinthians chapter number 5, the verse number 7. The Bible says that we walk by faith and not by sight. NIV version of that same scripture says we live by faith and not by sight. That word walk or live, it also talks about our functionality. So a Christian's functioning operation is supposed to be by faith. Look, when you became born again, you became a new creature. In other words, the old nature, your old nature which made you a man, which made you a, a, a gun, a tree, a fanti, whatever, whatever a tribe you may be coming from, he said that that old nature is gone. That old nature is gone. Behold, all things are become what? New. So that new creature has a particular way of functioning. When God was going to create man, he said that, let us create man in our image and what? After our likeness. So the likeness over there is talking about after our functionality. The way we function, the way we operate, let us impart him with the same grace that he can function and operate like us. And how does God operate? He functions by faith. He functions by faith. So the man that he created was supposed to function just like him, to function by faith. Faith is of vital importance if we are going to live that kind of life that God wants us to live. Glory to Jesus. So we started talking even on Sunday on the subject developing strong faith for Abrahamic testimonies. Developing strong faith for Abrahamic testimonies. And when we look at the life of Abraham, Romans chapter number 4, the verse number 1, the Bible tells us that what has our father Abraham as pertaining to the flesh, what has he found? What has he found? What he discovered was faith. The treasure, when you study the life of Abraham, the treasure that Abraham discovered, that made him unique and gave him outstanding testimonies, it was faith. It was faith. And it was written so that it could be an example for us to learn from. It could be a, a direction to give to everyone who follows after the faith of Abraham. Who is the seed of Abraham. The Bible says the promise was not made just to Abraham, but to Abraham and his seed. So the same means by which Abraham was able to inherit the promise, the seed is supposed to function accordingly. Hebrews 6, the verse number 12. The Bible says that we should not be slothful in, we should not be slothful, but we should be followers of those who through our faith and patience inherited the promise. So there is an example that has been left us. And that example is the example of uh, uh, Abraham, that he had faith. He had faith. Glory to Jesus Christ. And last Sunday I started sharing with you some of the testimonies that came as a result of Abraham's faith. Some of the testimonies, some of the amazing things that he saw in his life. Number one, we saw him receiving righteousness without works. Romans chapter 4, the verse number 3, Genesis 15, verse 6. He believed God and it was imputed. It was accounted. God looked at him and all of a sudden his sins disappeared. All of a sudden, Abraham became righteous before God. Why? Because he believed God. He believed God. He believed God. Glory to Jesus Christ. And God accounted it measured it uh, and, and weighed it as righteousness that he put upon Abraham. 
Why? Because he believed. Because he believed. Number two, we saw him receiving inheritance which he had not worked for. Romans chapter 4 verse 3. The Bible says that he was promised that he was going to be the heir of the world. The owner of the world. All of God's resources in this world were willed unto Abraham. Why? Because he believed. Number three, we saw him experiencing strange wealth. Strange wealth, unusual prosperity. How did it how did it come by that? It was also by faith. In Genesis thirteen verse two, the Bible tells us that he became wealthy, telling us that his beginning was not so. But by reason of his work of faith, he became somebody of substance. So you can become somebody even though you are you may be a nobody today. Are you understanding me? By faith. You can start that journey of faith, and that journey will keep changing your level progressively until you have this same testimony that Abraham had. In 20, um, verse 35 of Genesis 24, we see the servant of Abraham also testifying about his master and said that ah, the Lord has blessed my master abundantly. Give me the NIV version. The Lord has blessed my master abundantly, and he has become what? wealthy. He has become wealthy. So he may not have started wealthy, but he has become wealthy. Why? Because the man was a man of faith. Listen, if you want to attain wealth, you want to attain that a certain level of prominence, which is in, in the kingdom, it is learning about faith. You need to learn how to function by faith. Any other thing, you'll be missing it. You'll be missing it. And that is why by the Spirit of God, I want to share these messages with you so that we'll be established on the foundation of faith. My problem is that many of us, when we come to church, we don't listen. I'm speaking right now. Some are just looking at me, not writing any notes, not taking any points. What are you going to function with? Is it, it is, uh, it is one, uh, becoming a problem because some who come to church just expecting a certain prophecy. But you see, people don't understand. No. God does not want us to live from the realm of the miracles. He wants us to live from the realm of the blessings. You see, living from the realm of the miracle can give you a miracle today, but it will not cause you to see progressive blessings. So you saw, you see people going, uh, going to prayer meetings and they are praying, God, my marriage, God, my marriage. Yes, the, a prophecy comes, uh, power is released and then they get married. After that, they can start having marital problems. Or the marriage starts taking them down. Things they, they are not, uh, they are not seeing the glory of God in their family. They are not seeing the glory of God in their marriage. Why? And even some of them, you start seeing that they start wavering from the, the word of God. They start moving away from church. Why? Because they have not been established on the foundation of the word. So their hearts are more for their needs than their hearts are for God. And when your heart is not for God, you cannot function from the blessings. You can function from power. Power will work for you from time to time. But your life, you don't live a blessed life. Are we together? And that life is only, it comes out of the word. It comes out of a nature which is born by a nature of your relationship with the Father. And that relationship with the Father is foundation on the premise of His Word. So, I can just enter into a prophetic mode and prophesy to everybody over here. But you see, the blessing of it is that God does not want you to just function by a prophecy. He wants you to function from the realm of the blessing. And that comes from a revelation of the Word. When you do have an intimate relationship with the word, your life becomes topsy-turvy, up and down, up and down, up and down. And your faith becomes dysfunctional. 
you can actually have dysfunctional faith. Today, you are believing. The next day, you are sorry for yourself. You don't even know whether you are born again at all. You are, you are, you are being thrown by every wind of doctrine. You are being thrown even by your own emotions, situations. Uh, uh, you, you are not even able to expect that something good can come out of your life. But just the day before, you were in a highly powered session. You were hearing the word of God. You were excited about yourself. No, no, no. That is not how it's supposed to be. Proverbs 4.18, the path of the just is like the shining light that shines brighter and brighter onto the perfect day. And even as I'm speaking right now, somebody will not repent and begin to say, ah, then I must readjust my focus. Are we together? Are we together? So God wants us to live from the point of the blessing, not just from the point of power. Not just from the point of the miracle. A miracle, yes, can happen. God uses the servants, they are gifts of the Spirit. But see, the Christian life is not based on that. It is based on a relationship with the Word of God, which is the foundation of your relationship with God the Father. Hallelujah. Praise God forevermore. So we must get these things right. We must get these things right. I pray that God will give me more grace to be able to go into the details of this. And I'm trusting God that even faith convention week will be enough to be able to go through some of these things and trust God to ingrain something in you. Look, faith convention is not a program for you to come and receive a miracle. It's a program to change you. It's supposed to change you. It's supposed to change your perception. By the time you walk out of the doors of faith convention, that even if you, you, you used to walk like this, your work should change. Something should change. You should, a way of living should change about you. How you position yourself, how you think, how you speak, how you, the, your decisions, they are supposed to be taken from a different disposition. Glory to Jesus. Faith is not just something, I, I kept telling you, faith is not something to take things from God. No. The moment you start thinking of faith as something to take things from God, then you don't even have faith. You have not yet understood faith in the first place. Ah. Somebody will not be thinking that then probably. That is why when I thought I believed, it still didn't work. I remember I went and prayed for, I was called one dawn to come and pray for a lady who was terribly sick terribly sick. They had rushed her to the hospital all the way from Kumasi. They brought her to Accra. By the time I got there, she had passed on. She had passed on. And so they said I should pray for the dead body. Now, I didn't know whether they were praying. They wanted me to pray to consecrate the body and say bid farewell or to pray for a, a resurrection miracle. Glory to Jesus Christ. Anyway, we pray. Hallelujah. We prayed, we prayed, we prayed, we prayed. After some time, we stopped praying. <laughs> amen and amen. The body was still lying there. Hallelujah. Now, when the Lord gave me a revelation to the uh, uh, end that the, the lady was not going to come back to life. So, I spoke to them, come and see wailing, and they were crying, and they were now, they were questioning me in the pastor, explaining to me. He said, that according to the word of God, all things are possible to him that believes. Pastor, I believe. Pastor, I believe. Even right now, I believe. You are laughing. It wasn't funny then. <laughs> Glory to God. It wasn't funny then. My goodness. Now, I was racking my brain for all, as, all the scriptures that I can use to justify myself over there. Because they had been to church and I have told them that ah, Jesus said, all things are possible. How many things? Ah. Then this thing must certainly be a part of us. Oh. <laughs> My God. Uh, there are times when you wish, like, you, 
another person was a pastor. <laughs> hey, it is not it's, it's a, it is not a joke. This ministry way, it is not a joke. Sometimes they, everybody expects you to have all the answers. All the answers. Just today, somebody has sent me a text message. I don't know whether from Canada or America. I don't know you from Adam. Now you are pouring all your problems <laughs> that I should answer. I don't know why. And you don't know why. You yourself, you don't know why. But you expect me to know why. She took my number from somebody who is connected to our ministry. I don't know how, how, whether who introduced me to her <laughs> ministry. That's why I need to pray for your pastor. Because we have to have, make the impossible possible. Make the unthinkable, thinkable. Do the undoable. Glory to Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. But then, in such a situation, you begin to understand what I'm talking about over here. Where sometimes you, you wonder why you felt you believed, and yet you did not see. Because you felt faith was to be taking things from God. You know that even faith can be what you need to accept that something that is going should go. Even if somebody has to die, or you have to lose something, it takes faith to lose that thing. It takes faith to strengthen you, to let that thing go without becoming depressed or becoming dysfunctional. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus Christ. Anyway, this is just an aside. This is not part of my message today. Glory to God. Amen and amen. So, strange wealth. Why? Because he was a man of faith. Number four, divine security, supernatural protection. Number five, royal treatment. Number six, he saw supernatural uh, reproduction. And we explained that into detail. Glory to Jesus. And then number seven, we saw him receiving heavenly positioning, heavenly treatment. The man's faith produced for him results that were transcendental, entered into the realm of the spirit. There was a street in heaven that was named Abraham's bosom. That other people were, were, were sent to that estate. Listen, faith, a man of faith cannot die. A man of faith cannot die. A man of faith connects with the eternal life of God, the eternal possibilities of God. People of faith, they do not die. They do not die. When you study the Bible, anybody who was a person of faith that the Bible said they died, they actually did not die. You see, when if people of faith are a danger to hell. If they go to hell, they will believe that they will come back to life. They will believe. They make death look nonsense. That is why the Bible tells us that when we die in faith, we do not die. We sleep. We sleep. Because where the dead people, those whom death, the, the phenomenon and the spiritual entity known as death, where he sent them to, that's not where we go to. And it is when you get there that you are actually dead. That is why the Bible says that there is a second death. Where those who have died, so <laughs> they died and there's a second death. So it means that the first death really wasn't a death. The, what defines your death is actually your end destination. So the Bible says those who died, those who were in hell, those who were in the seas, all those unbelievers, all those sinners who died in that manner, they were cast into the lake of fire and this was actually the second death. So death actually is defined by your, your placements, where you are placed. So, when we, a man of faith does not die. A man of faith does not die. He rests. The Bible tells us in the book of Revelation about those who died for the sake of the gospel. The Bible, he said, continue resting 
He didn't say that continue dying. He said continue resting. So death is not in the dictionary of a person of faith. Death does not exist for a man of faith. Look, why? Can I tell you why? Death is a product of unrighteousness. And a man of faith, the Bible, and Abraham believed God, and it was what? Imputed unto him for what? Righteousness. So, a man of faith is a righteous man. And because you are righteous, the legality of death cannot come on you. God told Abraham, he said, the day you eat of the tree, you shall surely die. In other words, the day you become unrighteous, the day you lose your placement before me, then death has legal hold over you. Romans chapter number 5, the verse number 17, the Bible says, If by one man's offense death was reigned by one, much more they which receive abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness shall reign in life. Therefore, verse 18, Therefore, as by the offense of one judgment, and that judgment was death, came upon, more, uh, came upon uh, all men into condemnation. Even so, by the righteousness of, of one, the free gift came upon all men unto justification of life. So, Unrighteousness results in death. Men of faith are not unrighteous. When they believe, it is imputed to them for righteousness. And so death has no place over them. Death has no hold over, over them. That's why the Bible says, do not, we shouldn't mourn like unbelievers. Because a, a, a Christian who dies has entered into actually a better place. Into a better place. The Bible says to be absent from the body to be present with the Lord. So there's no death for us. Hallelujah. I said, there's no death for us. Look, even in the grave, a man of faith will believe the integrity of God's word. In the grave. Look at what will happen in Psalm 139, verse number 7. He said, where shall I go from thy spirit? This is a man of faith speaking. Prophetically, it was Jesus speaking from the realm of the dead. He said, where shall I go from thy spirit? And whither shall I flee from thy presence? He said, if I ascend up into heaven, ah, thou art there. He said, if I make my bed in hell, behold, thou art there. He said, if I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, all of these are talking about death. He said, you are there. He said, even there shall thy hand lead me, and thy right hand shall hold me. Look at that. You are dead, though. And let's, yes, look at what, how you are speaking. These are men of faith to preach. They don't recognize certain things. They don't recognize death. They don't recognize negativities. They don't recognize situations that are contrary to the word of God. Are you going through something which you don't see in the word of God regarding your life? What is your posture towards it? That will tell whether you are a man or a woman of faith or not. Glory to Jesus Christ. Even in hell. He said, oh, even in hell. People have said that in hell, that's where fear is. That's where torment is. That is where uh, burnings and suffering are. But look at him. He said, even in hell you are with me. Your hand guides me. Can you imagine? Your hand guides me in hell. This is a man of faith speaking. Man of faith. The thing is not is beyond what is in your mind though. It is a spiritual positioning. It's a spiritual impartation of a certain knowledge. Esoteric knowledge. High knowledge. That impregnates your spirit. When you get born again, God wants you to now grow in grace and in faith. How? Through knowledge. Through knowledge. Now God wants you to increase in knowledge. Any Christian who is not increasing in knowledge becomes weak in the spirit. You become weak. Angels cannot even flow with you. Because they are not getting revelation from you. And yet the Bible says uh, that the principalities and the powers, talking about angels, uh, they lend the manifold wisdom of God through us, the church. 
So angels are supposed to be studying your life. If there's not much to study from your life, angels don't spend time with you. And that's when you realize that the supernatural does not increase in your life. You receive one miracle today, five years time before you receive another miracle. You keep coming to church, and that's why some people get frustrated in church. Because they are not growing in knowledge. So the miraculous is also not growing in their life. Then they get frustrated. Why is it that I'm the only one not receiving a testimony? Somebody is supposed to be church in church right now. The person has found a convenient reason not to come. And thinks he or she is justified. You see, you are not going to grow in knowledge. And so because of that, your journey of powerlessness continues. And then there's the one who comes to church and will not open himself or will not be hungry to learn. Will not be hungry to receive the word. Will not be hungry for revelation. Is that open down my eyes that I may behold wondrous things out of thy law. Some will come to church and they are just sitting there. They are just waiting for the service to end. But what are you leaving the service with? The hunger must be there. So he prays for the church. He said that the Lord will grant unto them the spirit of what? Wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of God. The eyes of the understanding being enlightened that they may know the hope of his calling, God's calling and the riches of his inheritance in us, the saints. Do you know that there are some inheritance God has in us? Do you know that as you are seated over there, there is a certain deposit that God is saying that I'm laying claim to this deposit inside you. Do you know that there is an inheritance God is laying claims on in your life? What is that inheritance? Are you even conscious or studious enough to want to find out that inheritance? Is there any desire for knowledge in you that tells you your power before God? As we are seated over here, somebody may be even busy looking at a tweet, looking at a WhatsApp message, looking at something. And because that is why we are not growing, we are not building capacity spiritually. And so God cannot relate to us at certain levels. How can God come to town and he'll go to the house of Abraham and then he has to leave time, everything is time bound for God. He has to leave the time to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. It has come. But he says, I cannot leave oh, without talking to Abraham, my friend, about my agenda. Why? Because he knew Abraham would understand his language. He knew Abraham would understand what he's talking about. Other people may not understand that God, how many, how, haven't you realized when you go on social media, posted that God must be a wicked God. How can God come and destroy people with fire? How can God tell the, the children of Israel to kill all the Amalekites? And they say, no, no, God must be a wicked God. They don't understand God. Their hearts are not filled with the knowledge of God. And so they cannot comprehend His ways. Our Father, heavens above us, so are his thoughts above our thoughts, his ways above our ways. But a man that is filled with the word, a man that is filled with the knowledge of God, can comprehend these things. For there is a spirit in man, and the inspiration of the Almighty give him understanding. That a Christian that is not hungry, who is not searching, who is not seeking, Mago Shataya, will not come to this place of impartation of divine verities. And so God cannot communicate with you. And if God cannot communicate with you, He cannot show you His ways. And yet His ways are the highways. And your victories are in the highways. God will not bring down the things into the ways of men. No, it will still remain in His ways. Even Jesus, when he came, he did not come just as a human being. He came as the way. He came as the way. He said, I am the way. I am the way. I am the way. Look, the Bible says, tells us. He says that 
that the communication of your faith, Philemon 1.6, shall become effectual by the acknowledgement, the epignosis. It's talking about the knowledge base, epignosis of every good thing which is in you, in Christ Jesus. So many things to talk about in just that one verse. The communication of our faith. What does that mean? Shall become effectual. When does our faith become effectual? Acknowledgement. What kind of acknowledgement is he talking about? Of every good thing in us. What are the good things that we have in us? Can we identify them? In Christ Jesus. What does it mean to be in Christ Jesus? That one verse is a whole book of, it's a whole study for a long time. And yet, yeah, a Christian seated over here. And from morning to now, as many of you had the desire to pick the Bible and to look for a scripture. And yet there are 66 books in the Bible. Thousands of verses. How can your faith become effectual? How can your faith become effectual? Pray for a hunger. Pray for a passion for the word of God. We are too interested in non unnecessary things. Look, when everything comes to an end, the world is certainly coming to an end. Though. Everything that we are looking for, it will be no more. Everything that we are passionate about, it will be no more. The marriage we are looking for, the money we are looking for, the car we are looking for, the fame, the recognition, the friends that we want to all the time spend time with, all of that, it will be no more. What will be left be your faith. What will be left will be your faith. So, a wise man will say that I'll build my house upon a rock so that when the storms come, my house will remain standing. Glory to Jesus Christ. Mm. This, I want to just touch on something very quickly and then uh, we are done for tonight. So, that is the foundation. Abrahamic faith produces Abrahamic results. Now, what are the characteristics of Abrahamic faith? Today, I want to start talking to you on the subject, the practice of the faith of Abraham, or the practice of Abrahamic faith. The practice of Abrahamic faith, I'm going to touch briefly on one or two things, and then on Sunday, I'm going to continue. So, looking at the background of Abraham, looking at the testimonies of Abraham, let's quickly look at the scripture in the book of Romans chapter number 4. We are doing a lot from Romans 4, I told you the other day. Romans chapter number 4. We can never, we cannot exhaust that scripture. Let's read from the verse number 17. Romans chapter 4, the verse number 17. Glory to Jesus Christ. The Bible as it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations before him whom he believed, even God, who quickened the dead and calls those things which be not as though they were. So God is now speaking over here. He said, I'm speaking to, uh, regarding, uh, Abraham, he said, who against who believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations, uh, according to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed be. Verse number 19, the Bible tells us, and being not weak in faith, uh, he considered not his own body now dead, when he was a hundred years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. Verse number 20, he staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. Verse 21, the Bible says, 
and being fully persuaded that, that what he had promised, he was also able to do. He was able also to perform. Glory to Jesus. So this scripture, in a way, uh, encapsulates Abrahamic faith. Abraham was known as a father of faith. Abraham was known as a man who was able to hope against hope. He was a man that functioned by faith. And the verse number 20, we see the kind of faith that Abraham was functioning in. He was functioning in strong faith. That is why I've been emphasizing on the subject of strong faith. Strong faith. Building strong faith for Abrahamic results. Building, developing strong faith to receive Abrahamic testimonies. The kind of faith that will make us winners like Abraham. Winners like Papa Abraham. Which will make the blessings of Abraham's hours. Which will make the promises, promises given to Abraham ours. A strong faith. A strong faith. What are the characteristics of the faith of Abraham? What are the characteristics? What are the things that it postulates? Number one, it is a, a, a faith. It has quickening power to revive the dead. The faith of Abraham has an ability to turn dead situations back to life. Verse number 17, as he has written, I have made thee a father of many nations before him whom he believed, even God, who quickened the dead. The Abrahamic faith believes that God can bring the dead back to life, can quicken, can revive dead situations. Abraham's body was dead. His wife's body was dead. Yet something in Abraham told him that God can turn the situation around. Abrahamic faith does not believe in the ultimate power of death. It believes that God can bring death situations back to life. I don't know what situation you may be going through, but may the faith of Abraham be imparted into your spirit. Receive an ability to change that situation by faith. Acts 26 verse 8. Why should it be taught everything incredible with you that God should raise the dead? All of our faith as children of God is foundation on the fact that God can raise the dead back to life. Other if you don't believe that God can raise the dead back to life, you are not a Christian. Oh, are we together? You are not a Christian. It is based on the fact that Jesus resurrected, that our faith comes from. So, our God that we serve, we have a faith in him that is able to raise the dead back to life. Bring the dead back to life. Abrahamic faith says that God can bring that situation back to life. I don't know whether your vision seems to be dying. I don't know whether your body seems to be dying. But tonight, in the name of Jesus, may there be a stirring of your faith that will bring a change to that situation. Abraham said, revive his body now dead. It was also able to revive the womb of his wife now dead. And there was a resuscitation. There was a revival. The dead came back to life. That is what Abrahamic faith is able to postulate. When you have that faith, there's nothing that can be impossible for you. The dead can come back to life. Glory to Jesus Christ. Number two, the number two, second characteristic of Abrahamic faith is that it caused those things would be not as though they were. It's able to declare the invisible and call them real. It calls those things which cannot seen as though they are physically present. Romans chapter 4 verse 17, the last part. And call it those things which be not as though they were. Listen, in, uh, in, in the humanistic world, we say that what seeing is believing. So if we don't see a thing, we cannot believe that it is there. We cannot, con- we cannot declare that it is there. But see, with Abrahamic faith, we look into the invisible and we call those things which are no physically existent and we declare that they exist. That is how Abrahamic faith operates. 
Abraham, if you look at Abraham changed his name from Abraham to Abraham. Even though he was not yet the father of many nations, as God has promised him. Yet Abrahamic faith says that ah, it is there. And he calls those things will be not. Because to the Abrahamic faith, to the faith, to, to the supernatural kind of faith, all those things are existent. Somebody comes to church. Oh, Father, give me a job. Father, give me a job. Lord, I've been so long without a job. Ah, Mama Maya. Thank you, Lord. I receive a job. Hallelujah. Somebody, oh, Father, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for giving me a job. And then we close. We step out of the auditorium. And some, you meet somebody outside. Person, how are you? Uh, how's your work? Hmm. I don't have a job. Oh. I've been looking for a job since then, and I've still not been successful. You see, you are not functioning by faith. That's why I try to dissociate. I try to push you away from faith, which is only connected to prayer. Because if you are living by faith, and not just praying by faith, outside the prayer chamber, you will still be speaking by faith. Are you, are you getting it? That's why the Bible doesn't say we pray by faith. It says we live by faith. So the real expression of the faith should have been what, what, what he, what he uh, should have seen when he met his friend and not when he was talking to God. Glory to Jesus Christ. Are we together? Are you beginning to see the difference? So, Abrahamic said, all those things which be not as though they were. Joel 3, the verse number 10. He said, beat your plowshares into swords and your pruning hooks into spears. And he said, let the weak Say, I am strong. Look at how he characterizes them. He says that they are weak, but they are saying, they don't say who they are. Oh, are you seeing it over there? Let the weak say, that's the kingdom operation. That's why the poor can also say, I am rich. Come on. Come on. You see, you speak, oh, la sombra de gas. Speak them into being. Abrahamic faith speaks those things which be not as though they were. You don't see what it what you are going. You don't speak what you are going through. No, you speak what you want to see. You speak the word. You speak your future. My God, live in your future now. Live in the revelation of it. My God, can you see your future? Oh, what I see excites me. I'm excited. My God, my God. Beautiful marriage, beautiful children, beautiful houses, beautiful everything. And you speak it. Sometimes, you see, a man of faith is, called, is sometimes described as braggadocious. Say, hey, you speak to you, you say, hey, okay, I can see you. Yes, they do, you are not casting a secret to understand what you are doing. You are a man of faith. You don't function by the economy of the nations. The scripture has said that he became poor that I might become rich. Ah, has he become poor already? Then I've also become rich already. He died so that I may live. Has he died? Then I'm also alive. By his stripes I am healed. Has he been beaten? Then I'm healed already. That is how Abrahamic faith functions. And you speak it aloud. Ah, sickness cannot kill me. I'm a, I live a death-free life. In my path, there's no death. In my way, there's no poverty. Everything works for me. 
some way, somehow they work for me. I cannot be on the losing end. I cannot be disadvantaged. Somebody stole your phone. Glory! Something bigger is coming. Something bigger is coming. If you don't give yourself time to become a radio. No, 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 no. Hey, hey, yeah, 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 yeah. What are you talking about? One man of God who was pumped by faith. He was working in an oil company. He was the manager. He went on leave. One day he decided to pass through the office during his leave. <laughs> an officer from the HR office said, Ah, oh, we have been looking for you. He handed him a letter. The letter was his letter of dismissal. As soon as he saw the letter, he said, Glory, I've been promoted. We are sorry to tell you that we can't. We don't need your service. Hey! I've been promoted. I've been promoted. Glory to God. He went around all the offices saying, blessing the Lord and celebrating. He said, I've been promoted. I've been promoted. You see, let us know who prays like the world. The world will say that, oh, now you go and greet people, your people and tell them that you have lost your job. And then say, if you don't see me anymore... You see, you are, you are fulfilling tradition. You understand me? The tradition says that, oh, go and inform everybody. I don't know if they meet you and you have not done well. No. You see, a man of faith prays differently. Two weeks later, it was, or two months or so later, and then he met an old friend of his. He said, bro, I have been looking for you. My father has started an old business and I recommended to him that I have a friend who is already working in the industry and so I'll be looking for you. You are going to head that company. Yeah. Within two years' time, power don't change and political powers don't change. Now his friend's father's political party was in power. The company that, he, that started him, now they came to his, his company, his office. They want some help from there, his company. Was he promoted or not? I thought, was he promoted or not? We speak those things which we not have thought they were. That's Abrahamic faith. We don't waste, waste time mopping, pity partying. Look at me. So many years. So many years of suffering. God, why has he not seen me that he will bless me too? Hey, God, what is all of this? Hey, all the things I've been doing for him. Hey, we don't speak that way. We speak victory. We speak prosperity. We speak glory. Everything is working together for our good. All things are mine. All things are mine. I may not be living in a house that is mine. But I see myself, oh, in just a short time, I'm going to open my own house with my own keys. After coming out of my own car, somebody shout glory to God. Say I'm bigger than that. Say I'm stronger. You need to have that kind of faith. Look, we live in a world where we feel it is righteous to be worrying and be looking at down yourself. We feel it's righteous to always have you. You don't know what I'm going through. You don't. I don't want to know what I'm going through is discouraging me already. I only want to know the word of God. I only want to know what God has said. You yourself stop knowing what you want. You are going through. Hmm, 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 hmm. And we think we have. Hmm. You know. You see, let me tell you something. When you function by faith, many people will think you are insensitive. They will think you are insensitive. All things are working together for my good. 
things don't die around me. People don't die around me. Ah, I serve a God who is a life-giving spirit. Therefore, I also give out life. I'm a life-giver. I'm a quickening spirit. Ooh, glory. Are you understanding me? And the things he called them, that was their names thereof. Listen, you better start making calling things. Calling things. Anytime you feel the devil is deceiving you to have a pity party, rather start making calls. What are you calling? My money is coming. My prosperity is coming. My doors are opening. I'm being identified at places of power. God is standing in front of the mirror. Say, look at me. Ah, I'm a miracle going somewhere to happen. Look at you. You are the most successful in this family. You are going to change this household. They will look for you. They will look for you. You look at yourself in the mirror and mix. Convince yourself of the verity of God's word. When you start doing that, you see that all of a sudden, and you say, ah, I'm a king. And you start changing your dressing. Say, ah, kings don't wear shoes with its holes tight. It is, it is only one. The, the only good one is only one, but that's the one I wear. Makura fish. You see, you start convincing I. It will amaze you the way the, the things will now start coming. The, now, because you are now activating the realm of the spirit. The angels start saying that, ah, now she has come alive. He has come alive. And you see, the angels of faith, my God, they begin to engineer things from the natural. And when the natural resources finish, they enter into the supernatural. What are you talking about? You see, if God does not, de- does not rescue you, he will deliver you. Yeah. Are you understanding me? If he does not deliver you, he will rescue you. Oh, the thing was going to happen, and then they came to arrest me, and God didn't deliver me. Oh, don't worry, go with them. When you get into the prison, he'll come and rescue you. He'll come and rescue you. Either you stop it from starting, stop it in the process, or stop it at the end. I don't have my time. But by all means, it's happening. Listen, we need to believe God. The word of God is true. God does not fail. He calls those things which be not as though they were. My God. Look, you better start walking in and out of your, uh, how do you call that, closet. Walking closet. You are born with wardrobe. My father was able to conquer the wardrobe level. So if I also die at wardrobe, I failed. Those who understand, who understand. Are you understanding me? Huh? We call those things which be not as though they were. Hi. Look at the three Hebrew boys. My God, my God. They said, oh, is that, oh, the, king, the king said, oh, I know these people are lying against you. If you just, hey, king. You see, in everything we show you respect. But in this matter, we are not careful to answer you. Because when you are standing in front of a king, the Bible tells us, be careful how you speak in front of a king. But they said that we are not careful to answer you in this matter. They said that our God would deliver us. Had a, a prophet sent, had a prophet come to give them a prophetic word that God would deliver them? Had they seen an angel? Had they had a vision? All they had was their feet. And even if it has not delivered us, we will not bow down to this idol.
Listen, the practice of Abrahamic faith will always make you a superstar. When people come around you, the way you speak, ah, yeah, 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 yeah. I have a kiosk right now, my God. But you start speaking like it's somebody who has been importing, who imports containers. By in a kiosk. By in a kiosk. But you don't dress like somebody who's in a kiosk. You don't dress like somebody, you don't talk like somebody who's in a kiosk. When they come, they look, they look at you, they look down at you, they also look up at them. Because you're intoxicated with the knowledge of who you are in Christ. You are intoxicated with that knowledge. You don't know what they say. say. You know what you have seen. Oh my God. Oh, Abrahamic faith. Listen, when you begin to function in Abrahamic faith, it will take you out of your family. You, because you cannot function like them. They will see you as different. Because you talk differently. You do things differently. The thing that they are shaking about, you come out and say, it is done. The thing that they are afraid of, you say, why are you afraid? This is nothing. He says, be careful for nothing. Be anxious for nothing. Cast your cares upon the Lord. Abrahamic faith. Glory to Jesus. Let me quickly be wrapping up on this matter. Mm. I can talk about this forever. When I, when, when I, I get onto the subject of faith, it's like... A, a, a dog after a rabbit. I can keep going and going and going. I need to be. I need to be very uh, conscious to to follow because um, gosh, my God, my God, my God. You would have thought that the subject of faith. There's not much to talk about. <laughs> and all of this is just introductions of the matter. Hmm. I win every day. Say I win every time. Say I'm a miracle going somewhere to happen. Say I'm a success. Shout glory. We know who we are. We are not beggars. We are not weaklings. We are not beggars. We are not weaklings. No, 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 no. We are not failures. The DNA of failure was destroyed. It failed in us many years ago. I cannot fail. Kera, I say I cannot fail. Oh, the lines are falling onto me. In the best of places. The best of places. The best of places. I cannot be disadvantaged. I keep winning every day. Victory is mine. Victory is mine. Is it this, these are the things you should be saying every day. You'll be walking on the street. You're saying it under your breath. Victory is mine. Stay till it enters your spirit. If that's so, when you meet a situation and it, it scares you, you say, oh, no, that thing has not entered me well enough. Then you, you start to go in. Meditation. Take Christmas. Take Christmas. Oh, the lines are falling on me. In other right places. Take Christmas. Take Christmas. Sometimes don't go and say, oh, any of the demons that are against me. No, 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 no. Sometimes pack all those prayer points and put them aside. It's you and your God and the Word and then you are.
You see, and that is when miracles are happening. Oh, oh you come out and you are there and a BM, a, a Benz, oh, can I give you a lift? You don't know the best from Adam. That's how it works too. It begin, you begin to attract everything that will make that word a reality. You see, faith is a force. It can bend nature to fit into your programming. It can bend situations, twist them, rearrange them. It aligns your confession. If you don't understand and function from it, you always feel as though you are a victim. Everything will look impossible to you. When Jesus said all things are possible to him that believes, we have not examined that scripture scripture yet. We have not examined it yet. We have not thought about it yet. Meaning there are situations which naturally look impossible. Until you get to a place where you have like a brain aneurysm. Something explodes in your brain. This thing cannot be impossible anymore. Yet naturally speaking, even your school has taught you that it's impossible. Your parents have taught you that it's impossible. All things are possible to him that believes. It's a, it's, it's a game changer. Changes everything. Glory to Jesus. Let me quickly wrap up on this. Number three. Characteristics of Abrahamic faith. Beliefs hopeless situations can be changed. Verse 18. Who against hope believed in hope? There's no situation that cannot be changed. All things are possible. Number four. Believes in the spoken word of God. What God has said. Is it, you need to get to a place where you are so convinced and convicted about the things that God has said. Once that come out of the mouth of God, you cannot not believe it. You do not permit yourself not to believe it. You function, ah, God said it. Why do you believe? There's no legal documentation. God told me. God told me. He told me. He told me. I don't believe any other. Oh, no, no, no. You cannot get a job. I prayed in the morning. The Lord told you that the job is yours. God told me. No, God told me. Ah, this person must be going crazy. God told me. Why are your parents? God told me. Who sent you here? God told me. God told me. Tell me that God told me. Must be, you, have, must, you must believe in the spoken word. There's a Lucas word, and there's a spoken word. God showed you the thing. God spoke to you. He told you. He told you. What he has said is what he has said. Look, it's not a joke. It's not a joke. It's not like you want to make a name for yourself. But you have gotten to the place where the voice of God is so real to you, you cannot believe any other thing. How will a man just get up and leave his father's house and his brethren? He must have believed something that he had been told. Luke 145. Blessed is he that believeth. For there shall be a performance of what? Those things which were told here from the Lord. From the Lord. From the Lord. Number five. Abraham said does not consider circumstances. Situation looking opposite. No. Abraham said does not look there. Everything must align. Everything is a liar except what God has said. Let God be true and every man a liar. That is how Abrahamic faith operates. Ah. Your account balance is in negatives. It's, it's not mine. No, it's not true. It's a lying vanity. It will change. 
It's a lying vanity to change. It's a lying vanity to change, you know. Yeah, okay, I'm going. It's a lying... You see, when you are... It's faith that makes you look as though you are a careless person. But you see, you are carefree. There's a difference between being carefree and careless. Carefree is resting in the care of God. Are you understanding me? It's, it's not... Ah, this guy was some year doing... No, no, no. I know what God has said. I know what God has said. Yes, to you it lose that way. But it's a, to me it is a lying vanity. Lying vanities take an appearance. But they are not there. They are lies. It's just a matter of time. It's just a matter of time. It's just a matter of time. Is there a report that you have received this contrary to the word of God? It's a lying vanity. It's vain. That's no substance. Has no substance. Sasha Talavreyesh. I remember many years ago when the Lord told me that we are going to get this place for our church. When as soon as I came from the prayer process, I thought things were going to fall in place. Now and there, they were not even picking my pulse anymore. I said, Ah, eh, eh. I received that word in February, March, April, May, June. Still, no response. In fact, no communication anymore. They are stopping my calls. They don't even want to hear anything about the matter. July. All of a sudden, now they called me. They called me. When they called, I said, no, no, no. I, 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 if you are not serious, I'm just on the verge of signing a deal. I, I, hey! Yeah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to Jesus Christ. <laughs> amen and amen. You've got to believe it. What God told you, you've got to believe it. Just accept it as such. Imagine. Hey, if all of us were operating in this in this church, there'll be no need to encourage anybody. My God. Lakatashataya. Oh, it, did you see me coming out of my Lamborghini? <laughs> oh, yes, we are back close to my BMW. They say, oh, congratulations, and you are thanking each other like a Benz from Crown. But it's just a matter of time. The word will put on flesh. Are you understanding me? No, 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 no. Move there. What are you talking about? Ah. What did you cry for, Professor? Are you understanding me? Yeah, you meet. Hey, hey, doctor, someone, doctor, doctor, doctor. No, no, no. Is it? What are you believing? So she make a bradigas. Oh my 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 my! You, we are just warming up for faith convention. 
<laughs> Glory to Jesus Christ. Hey! Oh my God, my God, my God, my God. We are going to take estates. We are going to take cities. We are going to take communities. We are going to take nations. Oh, by the power of faith. John told me. Then he gave me the mandate. He said that the tools that the overcomers are going to use. The number one is faith. It's faith. It's faith. Look. Great works are produced by great faith. Great works are produced by great faith. You don't need what is in the first car. The flesh will always discourage you. Do not consider the circumstances. Be not weak in faith. He considered not his own body now dead. When he was about 100 years old. Neither yet the deadness of service room. We walk by faith, not by sight. Number six. Abrahamic faith. Strong faith. It does not stagger. In other words, it does not waver. It does not shake. It does not shake. It's not like uh, 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 the, the oceans on the sea, up and down, up and down. How can you fail? I cannot fail. I cannot fail. I want to write the exam. When I came out of the exam hall, they were saying the answers. My answer was in the north there. Answers were in the south. But I cannot fail. I cannot fail. I thought it was only one. They mentioned to the second one. I said, okay, at least two there. They mentioned the third one. I said, please, let's focus on the next paper. Let's focus on tomorrow's paper. We are finished with today's paper. Zagadoko Theater. Then I came to Akamas Nation Church. I came back to Accra. And then I put on the Zuka Digilimi. Sakate Bere Gezito Theater. And it came. Not even a single one. Every one of them had been checked. Every one of them had been passed. I was busy planning and working on retirement. Whilst they were having study group meetings, they were studying, I was missing lectures, doing fasting and prayers. <laughs> you see, we refuse to accept failure. Refuse to accept anything that is contrary to the word of God. Strong faith does not stagger. I said strong faith does not stagger. Verse 20. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith. Remain stubborn against the physical circumstances. Look at the Hebrew boys. They were stubborn. Say, I am stubborn. Let the devil know that you are stubborn. I swear day. Yes, you remember when you swam, are you? Oh, but still, you are coming back. Still, you are bouncing back. They come, they discourage you. Say, no! I know who I am. Listen, let the devil know you are stubborn. Let the circumstances know. You know, people who get healed easily, they are stubborn people. They refuse to accept sicknesses. It's not that the symptoms don't come, but they are stubborn. They are stubborn. Say, so, no, 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 I'm healed. Sickness cannot dwell in my body. No, no, no. They are stubborn. And then when you thought they should be lying down, they get up and half the crown on them. Stubborn. Stubborn faith. He started not. He was not shaking. His confession did not change. Today, hey, things are okay. Things are not okay at all. Oh, up and down. You are confused. Confusion. 
from today, I ban that thing from your mouth. May we cancel from your tongue. <laughs> oh, yeah, fast. <laughs> Say, I'm full. Glory to God. Listen, you need to have that kind of faith. Too. And then you see that when you start seeing miracles. Miracles, miracles, miracles. You don't need to beg. Oh, God, have mercy. You don't need to beg, I'm telling you. You don't need to beg. When the Lord said that, go and continue education, I was like, ah, there's already a lot of pressure on the finances. So go and do it. I didn't need to tell anybody I was going to school so they should come and support me. Do you come and see me doing fundraising? So, uh, but uh, a chronic educational project. <laughs> I feel for fun. No. Some of you don't even know. Even some of you ask what I'm saying, I'm like, ah, hey, it was my papa going to. You don't, you don't need to know. But tell me somewhere, the money started coming. The money started coming. I used to hear about those kind of testimonies. And I, it, I was never experiencing them. And I was, I kept, I was hungry like, Lord, these things, if they are true, let me also start experiencing them. And I started building my feet. Now I've started seeing it. A few weeks or a month or so ago, we're having night fire. And I told you that, ah, I see money in an envelope coming to somebody. And I said, you know, this one I see it is mine. And people were saying, I connect, I take it. I said, I don't know, this one, I saw it with my name on it. A few days down the line, I was praying, it was a Tuesday. And so somebody came, was looking for me. My bodyguards over here. He said, I don't know, Papa is praying. Papa is praying. Next time, you should be very discerning. You know? Let the Lord speak to you. <laughs> amen and amen. Oh, so, and worst of all, you should have even known when the person now took an envelope. You should have even known. <laughs> amen and amen. Ah, so, when I came from my prayer chamber, I saw, I had mixed calls. In fact, I thought I'd be walking up, so I saw somebody standing there. I said, oh, I said, Papa, I just left you. I said, oh, no, I'm available, I'm available. <laughs> I said, okay, I'm turning around. Oh, my God, I started arranging the chairs. I said, oh, Papa, I just came, it's been over a year. He, even, I, it was his wife that I knew. His wife, so I got to know him through his wife. So I don't have a strong relationship with him. It was his wife that I knew. His wife didn't even know that he was here. It was when he got in my office that his wife called and said, Hey, I'm, do you know I'm, I'm in Pastor Eben's office? So, oh, Pastor, there was a deal. I think I've given them a prophecy some time ago. And then things had gone out, gone well. And so I'm bringing you your portion. When he left, I opened it small, 200, 200. Okay, it's good, and I close it a bit. <laughs> Glory to Jesus Christ. Faith. I'm, I'm telling you all of this is by faith. This is a, non, a non-church member. He has not come for program there for over a year. After he brought it, he has not even come for any program. So it's, it's not those I'm even prophesying to that are feeding you. Faith is the one taking care of me. That is how God wants your life to be. They're just I live by faith. That's just I live by faith. So somebody may think that oh, I'm prophesying because I want money from somebody. No. We pass that level. We pass that level. The money we have received 
outside those we are prophesied to is more than those we are prophesied to. So, in fact, and the truth is that even some people that we prophesied to, I don't bring anything up. <laughs> amen and amen. We are, we are serving because it's our work to serve. We don't prophesy, we don't preach, we don't do anything for the sake of money. Because any time, if I prophesy for the sake of money, I'm not functioning by faith anymore. You understand? Now I'm using, trying to use some gymnastics. So. No, 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 no. And that will be the end of my blessing. But when I trust God that He can take care of me in the midst of nothingness, then I am functioning by faith. Glory to Jesus Christ. All right, so finally, strong faith acts on the word of God. Rise up to your feet. Let us pray and close. Strong faith, Abrahamic faith, acts upon the word of God. Be not weak in faith. He staggered not at the promise of God to not believe. But he was what? Strong in faith. Giving glory to God. In this instance, he started praising God even though he had no child. What are you doing in the midst of your weakness? Or supposed weakness? Give glory to God. Do something that is based on the word of God. Let the devil know that you are not moved by what you see. Say, I'm not moved by what I see. Hallelujah. I'm not moved by what I hear. Hallelujah. Oh, I'm not moved by circumstances. Hallelujah. Oh, I'm only by the word of God. Hallelujah. I'm it. I'm not moved by what I see. Hallelujah. Oh, I'm not moved by what I hear. Hallelujah. We hope that you've been blessed by this message. For more inquiries, visit our website www.emenezaokolipa.com or call 0546-36-3957 God bless you.